Hello everyone, Helen here. Today I'm here to tell you about Celine, a podcast recently launched on the RQ network. Step into Celine, a city cloaked in darkness and teeming with horrors. From evil headmistresses to murderous marionettes, black worm parasites, haunted hotels, and eerie sleepwalkers. Meet the paranormal investigators of Needle Street, newly arrived to battle the encroaching malevolence. Inspired by Poe, Edward Gorey, and Agatha Christie, their adventures promise twisted mysteries and unforgettable characters. Immersive audio brings the city to life, blending dark humour with bone-chilling suspense. Join the investigators as they navigate Celine's shadows, where mystery and intrigue await at every turn. And now, you can experience the thrill of Celine in Dolby Atmos. So, search Celine wherever you get your podcasts. That's S E L E N E, or visit www.rustyquill.com for more information. Hello, folks. Helen here, voice of Azu in Rusty Quill Gaming. This is an advert for the podcast Anomaly. Anomaly is a TTRPG meditation podcast that takes you into a world of magic and fantasy. You'll be invited to imagine yourself in scenarios like learning to cast a tranquility spell or exploring a land once vanquished by a dragon, all connected by a shared mythology. The podcast combines the traits of a great dungeon master with those of a meditation guide, weaving tales of fantasy that stretch the imagination, while you learn to centre yourself, find confidence and relieve stress. Featuring the voices of Ruth Connell from Supernatural and Todd Stashwick from Star Trek Picard, Anomaly is available wherever you find podcasts or at seekanomaly.com. That's S-E-E-K-A-N-O-M-A-L-I-E dot com. That's all from me. Enjoy your episode and take care of yourself. Welcome to episode 170 of the Rustical Gaming Podcast. I'm your host and GM, Alex Newell. With me today, I have... Ben Meredith. Bryn Monroe. Lydia Nicholas. And Helen Gould. And who are you playing? Zolf Smith. Hamid Salah Harun Al-Tahan. Oh. Sell sight bottom. And Azu! Yeah, it took me a moment to decode. Both me and Lydia had the same face. I was like, why why has Hamid become Barry White? (laughs) (laughs) What the what? What the what now? <laughs> He's got a much sexier voice thanks to new improved vocal cords. <laughs> uh, I, see, I have to come clean on the audio now for listeners, which is I, I, I cocked up the intro at least three times in a row. And these guys have already remembered they're not even doing their normal voices. I am <laughs> put to shame. It, it, it has been so long since I last recorded. I've basically forgot everything about the tech setup, but I remembered the plot. <laughs> <laughs> There's your priorities. I will do the normal apologies to a listener, which is, it's been a while for us. It's been an even longer while than usual. It's like three months, genuinely. Yeah, it's, it's been a while. So we're going to try and pick up and uh, we'll, we'll pretend that we're flawless and everything's fine and everything's wonderful. We are Speaking flawless. of which, let's take a moment to consider where we are. We are currently in an airship. We're on. On and in, that's fair, actually. In the far, far, far north of the world, having flown through the Aurora, the very pretty Aurora Borealis, it had little tunes. I hope you liked them. It was very nice. 
might have accidentally body swapped everyone or at least most people and left everyone scared and confused and there was a brief interaction where Cell made friends with a tankard. Hey, and and I think a handkerchief. And a handkerchief. You and ha- maybe a rope as well? Yeah, I'm pretty sure the rope was my main friend. <laughs> Like, and then they the tankard were... came along later. But, like, we welcomed them in. It was just, you know... It See, was... everyone says, you know, that I'm a, I, I do a lot of horror. Truly the most horrible thing that I've done is there was an entire musical number of BR guests, but I just refused to give any of the objects mouths. Aww. <laughs> <Whew>. <laughs> I have no mouth, but I must sing. <laughs> 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 so, in terms of picking up where we left off, that's actually a little bit trickier. The reason being, I have built a large, elaborate machine to torture myself, which is a massive location filled with NPCs who all are in each other's bodies. <laughs> so, I'm going to take a little bit of the load off me and say, who wants to have a scene first? And I can work from there. Has anyone got anything they want to address? Because otherwise, I'm just going to pick, I'm going to roll a dice and pick at random as to who's next on the list. How long have we been in the bodies? now it's been it's been a little while we've because we've had to we've had to crew a the ship a few hours okay and because some because we all took dex damage as well and some of that at least has been healed hamid was struggling and well it's still struggling a bit but i would say we're about six hours which gives enough time for bah, to have passed to i just hate this or i love this i don't know yeah and also combined with Zolf needs some time to have like figured out who needs healing and administer the healing, etc. So yeah, I'm going to say it's been about. You have to meditate to prepare the right spells. It's been yeah, it's been six hours since people woke up with these effects. I think that's that's fair to say. Um, Also, yeah, I like just for because again, it's been so very long. um, I'm just checking my character sheet. All my restorations are gone, so we're going to need like a full eight hours before I can do any of that sort of stuff. Obviously, being a cleric, I could heal people out of the wazoo, but yeah. (laughs) Please no, don't you don't heal, heal them out the wazoo. The wazoo. That's not. <laughs> that's, that's well. Now in Zolf's new like cleric of hope thing, that is how it works. Yeah, you, you just know. instead of instead of laying on hands, you just fart at people and they get better. <laughs> that's why the fart happened. Oh, that's it. <laughs> there you it's go. Because he cares. Deep Zolf lore. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if, if yeah, if people are over the initial panic, Hamid, who is currently in Azu's body, uh, would like to take Skrark aside for a private chat. Uh, Skrark is currently in uh, Kiko's body, uh, so that won't be at all weird. Mm. Oh my gosh! Right, yes. Give me a second to just calculate that out in my head. Oh dear. So, <laughs> I am going to say that the cobbles at first, uh, I have mentioned in the last episode, they sort of bunched together quite a lot in that like, they had their own briefing with Skrark, and Skrark was effectively just giving a pep talk, I don't know how else to put it, which was, you know, this this will be fine, I mean, we've gone through awful stuff, this is, this is just going to be a fun story to tell the grandkids, don't fret about it, blah 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 blah. The cobbles have then begun to sort of disperse and start trying to do their jobs and so on. Again, they are clumsy the same way that everyone else is but you manage to find Skrark effectively... Oh, oh, Alex has also been reading up on his old sailie ships. You manage to find Skrark towards the stern. (laughs) I genuinely expected it to be some properly obscure (laughs) ship lore. I've learned what the front of the ship is. He walked on the poop deck. (laughs) 
I'm ah, I was about to say, I'm building two. That's a deep two. cut for you, you did shit anybody, nerds. Did anybody know that left when you're on the water is port? <laughs> no, Ben. Port is where you go when you have to land. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so he is he is upon the poop deck. You are correct. Uh, he is at the stern. Ha. And he is basically chilling and looking out backwards towards where the Aurora Borealis can still be seen sort of receding into the horizon. And he's just there overlooking. So you, you can... I'll say this. You can approach Skrark. You are not able to escro- approach Skrark quietly. <laughs> this is beyond your capability. Oh, yeah. used to it. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Hamid, ha- I mean, Hamid is struggling. You know, like, this body is very, very different from yeah. his own. And he In a real is big way. suffering a little. You know, the, the dex damage has gone, so it is now possible for him to move around without... You know, falling over and crushing things, but he—he's not doing great. Um, Scrap, Scrack. Uh, hello, Scrack. Uh, hello, hello. Uh, Kiko's body seems to be chewing up the words. Um, you will have noticed just for free the things that the kobolds are actually finding hardest is speaking. Transitions from fangs to non-fangs, super tricky, super tricky. And anyone who is in a kobold body is also ah. There's so much. There's so much going on in this mouth. Sorry, just to, not to be uh, unhelpful, pedant, but I, I remember we were talking about how draconic is very difficult with um, humanoid tongues yes, because they fundamentally have different like voice boxes and throats and stuff. So how? This is correct. How? How? <laughs> I guess draconic is possible. Cell's been speaking draconic. It's okay. just that again, let, like, let's not shy away from it. It is someone being slightly alienated i guess from their own language in to a degree which is i mean uh, yeah you're you're right their, their pronunciation of draconic will fundamentally be different even if they are a flawless fluent speaker because they literally have different biology currently okay so yeah when i say that they're chewing up their words i mean that there's an element of people are working around it honestly it's going to feel a bit like people are talking whilst chewing a piece of toffee a bit of the time <laughs> but yeah totally a thing sure. hello Hamid. Everything seems sort of uh, calm at the moment. Could could we uh, have a have a quick um, talk somewhere, possibly? Uh, okay, is here fine or? Um, I, I just scan. Who's nearby? Not many people. I'd say at this stage, Barnes is currently manning the helm. I think, uh, but beyond that, there's not really anyone on the poop deck. Most people seem to be. You notice that most people seem to be hanging out in ones or twos, spreading themselves out and trying to keep themselves away from one another a little bit. But perhaps a, a cabin might be more su- suitable. Sure. Uh, lead, lead the way. Okay. <laughs> you both, I guess, sort of Stump, plump. stumble a bit. Yeah. Both of you very unused to big, long bodies. Uh, maybe both hitting your heads on the way down to a cabin, but yeah, you're, although there are group sleeping quarters, they're obviously like nooks and crannies and stuff. You're able to find somewhere easily enough. How is uh, every everybody doing? It's difficult, difficult adjustment, isn't it? Uh... It it varies. I think we have some problems. Sasra is struggling a lot. I don't know why so much. I'd say the rest will handle it, but I don't know why Sasra is struggling so much. Oh, uh, mm, good, good question. Um, perhaps we should talk to Zolf about that uh, at some point. I thought you did. Um, I, I, I saw you uh, as we were all uh, 
wake, waking up and f- figuring out what had happened. I, I, I saw you um, talking to the other kobolds, and I just, uh, I thought you did a, a really good job, Skrark. I think you know you're, you're, you're a, a natural uh, leader, and uh, I just think the way you're, uh, yeah, le- leading the rest of them and, and, and coping with that is 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 really impressive and I wanted to say thank you for doing doing such a good a good job there it's fine it's what I do yes yes I, I, I I've noticed that and I just I'm just I'm so relieved that everyone is at least on some level okay it could have been it could have been a lot worse and I just I have to ask Strak I I it's been a while, and, and and you said it would get easier, and I, I suppose it has in a sense, but I still don't really know. I, I still don't really understand why why you're here, why 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 you came to find me, and why any of you would. Were... Give me a diplomacy check. That was not a great roll, but I do have a pretty high modifier, so. It's um, not a great roll. 97. Not my best. <laughs> 21. Okay. Skrark looks at you really long and really hard. And just when you think that they've either not heard you, you know, like that th- that beat where you can have where someone takes such a long pause that you're like, are we, is this still a conversation or what's happening here? Skrark kind of gives a sigh and... Uh, it helps that you aren't what everyone thought you might be. I... What What did you think I, I, I might be, Skrark? I might not have been 100% truthful with you for why we are here. Uh, how, 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 do you, how do you mean? It's more complicated than just trying to help. Um, we're more here to... This is all in Draconic, by the way. Sure. Keep tabs on you and the rest of the group as much as we are to help. Skrark looks super awkward and fidgety in this, which is only exaggerated by... Tell you what, once you've seen someone fidget in this kind of situation, like it puts all of the fidgeting aside. Like, yeah, proper fidgety. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure. I, I quite see what you, you, you mean, Skrark. I, I'm so. You're. You all swept in when everything was awful, and you did so messily. Yes. And everyone was ready to jump. Uh, th- there is a phrase, um, it doesn't, I, I don't, he struggles for a moment, <sighs> to, to jump from the, um, to, to jump from the fire to the volcano? <laughs> Do you yes. know this phrase? We have a similar one, y- yes. Uh. We have all been ready to jump from the fire to the volcano. My job and my helpers are as much to spot if the volcano is going to erupt as it is to help you. This is this is difficult. Um, better strong allies than strong enemies 
when there's so much going wrong? Uh, I, I, I suppose I, I see what you mean in a sense. I, I guess that's kind of a, a relief in a in a way. I, I didn't the idea that all of you would following me and and looking to me for leadership. It, Skark, I've I've always wanted to to be a leader. I, I know that probably sounds childish, but I never have been, and I don't. I mean, on paper, I used to supposedly the back when it was me and Azu and Sasha and Grizzop, and but I never was. I didn't have to be. They we all did what we knew we had to, and no one ever looked to me for leadership and. The idea that you all would come to me and 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 kneel to me after after what I did to to, to you to to your people, I just, Skark, I've been so scared of making a mistake, and I just, you've been so understanding and patient, and I just, you're, you're just much better at this than I ever have been, and I just think you should be, but maybe you are already in charge, and maybe it wasn't. You never really were following me, and maybe that. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know what I don't know what I'm, where I'm going. Really, I will tell you a thing that I think you should know, not because it will help, but because it is important. The elders, let's say, that sent me here, sent me and the others. Not because we thought you might be a leader, but because we thought you might be a risk. <laughs> yes, yes, I suppose that makes sense. I Over this time, I have learned two things, Hamid. You are not a risk, but I am afraid at the moment, you are not much of a leader either. No, 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 I, I agree, I agree. I, I hope... I hope I'm not a risk. I I told you, Skrug, I told you I owe your people a debt, and this this seemed like the only way I'd have a chance to make up for what I did, and I'm just... I feel like I'm making everything worse, and I just don't think that... You... Our presence here is not an inconvenience. We have now... A lot of the world we need to understand and see again very quickly. We are seeing a lot of the world very quickly on this journey. Good, good. I, I'm, I'm glad, yes. I. That, that. As to whether I should be in charge, I think you are probably right. Unfortunately, I still... Uh, the... the the nest is not complete. I, I, I do not have all of the pieces to make such decisions. What, what do you mean, Skrark? Context. There's so much context. <laughs> I can't make yes. any big decisions. I don't want to just rush in and blow stuff up. Skrark sighs and then just looks out to the... I mean, Hamid, Hamid slumps at, yeah. that, at that sentence. He just sort of... that. I mean, that, yeah. 
He's he's speechless and he's distraught, and that's very obvious in his body language. It could be worse. Could you imagine what would have happened if Carter was the first one in? <laughs> Skrark, maybe I, but no one else quite causes destruction the same way I do. What? Where do we go from here, Skrark? North. <laughs> yes. Yes. Look, there is lots of context, but the goal is still the same. Stuff is broken, so we fix it. Yes. It's just that the stuff that is broken is very big and very broken. Yes. It, 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 the things are very, very broken. I... Hmm. So, things need very fixing. Yes. He gives a sort of shrug like a... Uh. I wish I could give you more of the context, but given what happened to, to us, I also lack a great deal of understanding about the situation the world is in right now. I, I think you might benefit... <sighs> Uh, Skrark looks really kind of uncomfortable with whatever's about to come, sort of, again, kind of fidgety, like, Meh. I think you might benefit from talking with the other kobolds without me for a bit. They've all seemed so scared of me, so unwilling to... I haven't wanted to impinge on them too, too much. Thankfully, you haven't seemed to blow up much while we've been here, so it's fine, I guess. I... I hope so. I hope so. Um, thank you. They hate your clothes. <laughs> what? <laughs> By cobbled standards, you are a terrible tailor. <laughs> Not enough pockets. Zing. Lydia may have beaten me to my own lines there, yeah. Your clothes, they, they are very... impractical in many ways. <laughs> oh, then, I mean, they shouldn't... They were just supposed to be a help against the, the cold, but I... Uh, a I, pocket without a button is just a broken shelf. I, I see. Well, I yes. mean, that, that can be changed. It's not... I can modify them, but they don't have to wear them. Obviously, I just thought it might be helpful if it gets cold. Have you heard of belts? They do not just need to be worn around the waist. W what? You mean like the, the bandolier that's, that Cell wears? Yes, yes! The chest belt. Okay, then, let, sure, let's let's add some some of those. Um, I, yeah, if you've... Let, I can certainly do that. Maybe I, I can talk to each of them and find out what what modifications they would they would like and, and start working working on those. I think we should share some food with you soon. That... Maybe when things are quieter. Yes, that I would like that a lot. Thank, th thank you, Skrark. I, thank you. I sort of, uh, I, I reach out my hand to sort of pat Skrark on the shoulder, and uh, and then I'm suddenly reminded that it's not really my <laughs> hand, and that Skrark isn't really Skrark, and that the last time this body placed a hand on this shoulder, things were very different. 
<laughs> and I sort of I, I jump up and back away a little bit. Um, yes, oh, stop uh, it. That's super weird. Yes, yes. I just sorry. I I almost forgot for a second, but it's checking on Sasra. Everything everything seems very uh, very strange. Um, yes, I'll I'll do that. <laughs> Scruck, thank you, and thank thank you for your honesty. It, it it means a lot that you you trust me enough to to be honest and. I'm just glad, and I'm still going to do my best not to lead any of you, but to, to to serve you, I guess. to I think that should be my role. I I don't think you have a role, and I think you might need to stop thinking like that. Scrot kind of stands and starts to sta- stagger out a little bit. Just keep fixing things. Yes, yes, uh, that's um, that's good good advice. Uh, th- th- thank you, thank you, Scrot. Scrock doesn't yeah. do exits well. Scrock just leaves. <laughs> so, heavy stuff. <laughs> Anyone else want to go? Uh, maybe as a, it's not even probably a full scene, but as a aside, what Cell is doing is keeping an eye on Carter because when Cell gave a talk about ground rules, about how to use other people's bodies, potentially, Carter seemed to be giggling it off. And so Cell is... They have a concern, and so will, at first, unobtrusively, always be where Carter is. I think you made a point at some point that, like, Carter slunk off, and it's like, that is suspicious behaviour. Yeah, I was. I will tell you now. Let's start with the perception check and go from there. Right, okay. <laughs> as with all interactions with Carter, let's start with a perception check. Yeah, well, it's basically, there. as with any, as with, uh, like, um, any check... That for any character I create, like I would like to mechanize my noticing things. Ooh, eighteen. Eighteen. Mm. Okay. The last time you saw Carter was below decks, and you saw he was heading to a different part of below decks. Mm-hmm. Given that you're actively seeking for Carter, mm-hmm. obviously that's the first place to uh, try and check in. Mm-hmm. You hear the sound of <sighs> piston twelve's not firing right. Mm. Something's impacting on piston twelve. Not in a way that's going to be a problem, but like. You know, something's in the way. It, it, it's, it's definitely off. And as you approach, you hear the sounds of a what sound like a minor scuffle in uh, the primary engine room. Is that where Piston 12 is? Yes. Okay, yes. Uh, I suppose going there, but keeping Carter in mind. If he's not there, I am going to check, because this could be a distraction and he could hurt someone. So... Your first impression is that you open the door to find a uh, kobold being held in place by another kobold and they are scrapping and Piston 12 keeps getting bashed into like one of their heads and like, ah, stop it. Not in a like terribly violent way, just in a, ah, stop it, stop it, stop it, ow, do, stop it. Do I, do I know who those are and also whose bodies they are? You believe that it's Barnes in Sasra's body and you believe it is Carter in Natan's body. Mm-hmm. They are scrapping the way that siblings scrap, which right. is lots of open palms mm. and lots of... <laughs> However, these are creatures with claws and tails. You you two... Okay, stop, stop. I th- wait. Um, uh, uh, S- Sasser, no, wait, no, not Sasser. Uh, ba- Carter, no, you're, you're Barnes. No, Carter... Will you th- please th- just th- get Carter and hold him down? God! I... What? Yes. Okay. Uh, that's that's Carter. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess. Uh, okay. Uh, yes. Uh, do I need to do a grapple check? 
No, they've taken enough dex damage that I just don't think it's applicable. Okay. Just very Headlock. quickly, I, I would like to uh, show some appreciation that uh, Barnes has managed to keep his accent even when transitioning through voice box <laughs> and mouth. <laughs> it's really hard. That's how deep it goes. Yeah. It's really quite hard to do. Written in his Carter, soul. and you know it's Carter, mm. uh, starts yelling out, uh, No, I'm not Carter. He's Carter. Oh, no. Headlock. Headlock Stop all it. the way. Headlock. Yeah, it's Headlock. easy. Oh, uh, uh. Thanks. He has been nothing but an absolute nightmare. No, I, I expected that. I, 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 thinking things through, that was sort of what I absolutely expected that he would be. And and so I, I've been looking for him. Thank you very much. I, I really appreciate you thinking through the situation as well and, and watching out for him doing any damage to anyone. So, um, you know, but I got him in a headlock now. Do you want to explain the situation or is it just shrug Carter? You know, did, did he do anything that we should tell Sassara about? Oh, wait, what no, Carter Nathan keeps yelling about? is I can't really talk through the headlock, so Barnes just presses on. It's it's Carter. He's just looking. He's found a whole new world of slightly smaller spaces to cause trouble in. <sighs> I don't know what you're expecting. Right, um, well, what's useful is that we have a whole room, which isn't even really a prison per se, but is somewhere that we could keep an eye on him, inside of which, which, which you know, I made to keep the magic out Please of, but it also keeps... just help me put him in there. Yeah, yeah, okay, like, let's be... How are you, How are you, by the way, Barnes? Let's... He's got a couple of pounds on me, and I don't like it. It's, uh, that's, that's absolutely fine. I've got uh, several feet on him, so... Uh, and, and also my hands, also two hands. On him, so uh, let's let's just put him away. But you know, it's Carter not actually a prison. Is still it's kind fine. of struggling, but going gradually more and more limp. Yep. At no point, I should point out, does Carter, with his big old talons that he's got mm. now, actually try and do anything of worth? It's more like <laughs> yeah. the tails. By the way, for both of them, are just all over the shop. Yeah, I can like, imagine. They they do not have tails down and they are just flapping all over. <laughs> Barnes oh. clearly hates his with a passion. And presumably ruining their balance constantly too. Yeah. Yeah, he is Barnes is walking around holding it because he can't deal with it. Okay, could you could you yes, I mean I think it's good that you're looking after the tail, Barnes. I I you know that's great uh, being considered. They don't they don't go where you want them to. They just go where they want I, to. It's awful. It's well, that's the thing with with bodies, sometimes you end up in one that doesn't work for you and you know, there's there's that's it's it's a complex thing. I mean, you I've I've seen you turn into things with like a, a tail. You do the you do, you turn into animals. How do you How'd you make the tail go where you want? Oh, well, actually, it takes quite a lot of practice, uh, particularly wings. Wings are difficult. That takes work. I uh, The first time that I transformed into... Uh, actually, that did not go very well. So, I mean, I had a long time of it not going well, and now uh, I, I got wings down. Uh, tails are good. Uh, when your whole body is a tail, like a snake, that is hard. Um, I'm still working on that one. But, you know, it's the sort of thing where I'll, like, I'll take a few days and I'll be like, okay, so how does a how does a snake go up a tree? It also teaches you lots of things about mechanics that you wouldn't think about if you just stick in the one form. It gives you lots of different perspectives on how you could move, uh, which I find really useful for engineering. I'm going to say this conversation is happening on the way yeah, to yeah. the... We'll call it the lockbox. Okay. <laughs> Another box... <laughs> yeah, sorry, I don't know how this has become a campaign of various types of box, but here we are. 
the whole time, by the way, Carter's just like, rrr, 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 rrr. eventually you start getting a repeated tap tap on the shoulder. <laughs> Turns out Carter's way better at tails than Barnes's. Um, anyway, we'll bundle him into the lockbox and also just say, and that, so that, that yep. is, I know it's not technically stolen property, unlike most, I assume, of the property that you have given us to drink. But uh, since you didn't like steal it deliberately, but, but remember, this is a borrowed uh, body and that you have to take care of it and and that, you know, it could really... It's, bodies are important to people in ways that, you know, sometimes aren't clear to other people and you just you just need to, like, deal with the fact that Natan may not be okay with you, like, you know, trying to beat me up with it. Uh, so, like, be, be careful, okay? Look, there's lots of nice, soft things in there, but also don't get too drunk in that body because that might give some... You know, they might need to deal with a hangover that they didn't cause. Hey... Look, okay, I mean, if... I'm going to be honest, right? I mean, Natan can do what they want with my body because that is just a broken heap. Like, that is just a mess. So, you know, they they can do what they want. This is me asking you to be, you know, respectful to the body that that you're... I know! Okay. It's fine. Right. Well, you know, coincidentally, I'm going to just lean against the door here and I've got some small things that I need to fix, but that's just a coincidence. You know, you're not a prisoner. You're just inside that box and I'm leaning against the door. <laughs> Barnes from the outside is just a, can I get you anything? You know. I don't know, some company? Like, that isn't, like, tell me about you. What do you want to know? I don't know. Uh... How you became such an ass? Shut up, Carter. When, when this is, when this is over, where do you want to go home to? I'm gonna take a break on a very searching and good question. Oh. Back in a couple of minutes. Oh, where does Orm look like to me? Um, you know what? I love to patrol in the channel. Yeah. Where, where's the channel? So you've 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 got France, right? And then you've got that little strip of water, and then you've got the island off it. All oh, right, uh, cool. London and and, and the and, island and of London. Edinburgh. Wait, I thought it was a country. Oh, like, no, my it's, it's like, dad's from. Well, there's no, there's there's more than that. It's just that there's a put. Look, it doesn't matter. The point is, like, that was meant to be. It was almost like a punishment detail because nothing ever happened in the channel. You know, uh-huh. it was a place where you just get put and you do your you do your time, you do your patrols. You sit bored for a while, then you go off and you do the, you, you know, you do the interesting ones. Hmm. I quite like the channel. I don't think I'd want to be on a ship, though. So you want to be swimming in the channel? No, I'd, I'd like to be near the coast, but I don't oh, want right. to be in a ship. So you're you on, know? you're on the land. You're not, you're not hmm. in the water, but not on a ship. I always wanted me on, but not like a, not like a military vessel. Just a little, you know, a little. I don't know how to fish. Oh, there's lots of different ways. I've actually experimented uh, with a few different devices that can assist. Uh, but also, I know I know people who who do it just using just using very simple. Uh, oh, spears! That's what yeah. I wanted to learn. I saw these. There were these ones who were um, spear fishing. I, d- I don't get how. It's it's like wings, you know. It's very. I tried difficult. sword fishing. It didn't go well. Oh, yeah. I can I can imagine. <laughs> it doesn't really. Just, there's not the reach. No. Well, uh, you know, if, if, if when 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 there's time, uh, maybe I can I can we can build a boat together. That's or you like could a just use project. a net, you know, chuck a net, job done. Well, no, not if you drop the net in the wrong place. If you, I, I don't know if this is still like 
if engineering concepts about fishing is where you want to, you may I want might to, use you know. this to gently pull away. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will summarize for you. Secretly, Barnes would love a place on the French coast where he has his own boat and he goes out fishing, not that he knows how to fish and not that he knows really how to keep a home, hmm. um, but he has this weird, specific, small dream. I think I think Cell will be responding with increasingly enthusiastic uh, ideas, plus quietly listening to things that seem quite meaningful from what seems like a very reasonable and nice gentleman. And so they have a lovely chat, I would assume, sitting next to each other, leaning against the door with occasional interjections. Un- no, no, to be specific, uh-huh. with occasional unhelpful interjections. Right, yes, <laughs> okay, yes, from Carter, yeah. Okay, in that case then, I am going to shift focus away from Cell for a little bit. I still have a Helen and I still have a Ben. If anyone has anything they're especially wanting to uh, pursue or anyone especially wanting to talk to in characters, now's the time to let me know. Uh, no, just as one of the only people who didn't have their body swapped, I'm just wandering around trying to keep tabs and everyone see that they're doing okay and also that the ship isn't in danger of crashing in which case then i'd like to follow that if i may ben sure as you're sort of doing the rounds and checking in on people mostly people seem to be keeping busy weirdly enough everyone seems to be being currently very very kind to one another and i don't mean a oh way it's more in a this is awful in it yeah it's terrible so as a result everyone's being quite chill with one another and a lot of the uh, normal arguments aren't really cropping up. So Sasra in Airhouse Body sort of dumbles up to you and sort of starts aw- aw- awkwardly kind of coming towards you right? and just sort of tries to make, how do I put it, they try to make themselves known <laughs> but they aren't actually like starting a conversation, they're just trying to make themselves obvious. So I'm, I'm assuming that this ain't allow you to speak English or Dwarven um, I'd, I need help. Is this in English? Yeah. So Sasra's had very broken English, but yeah. All right. Can oh. you give me a perception check, please? Uh, sure. That's 29. Oof. In fact, that'd be enough as is. Can you also give me a heal check, please? Oh, that's a natural 20, so 32. Cool. I can skip describing wow. stuff. <laughs> Sasra's in a body that is still dealing with quite a lot of withdrawal symptoms and this is not a person who was ready to deal with that. Great. In terms of ways to deal with this, on the one hand, like, this is pretty, like, out there territory. It's not like you can consult the book what to do when. However, like, dealing with withdrawal as a thing is a thing that you're already trained with how to deal with and so on, and you've seen it plenty of times on ships where someone will have deliberately joined a crew to get themselves away from stuff, and then obviously it it comes to light as they're out on the waters or whatever. At this stage, if you don't have magical ways of mitigating it and so on, you're going to have to take them off duty, as in, like, they are not going to be good for anything, at the very least for a day or two, if only to just... They have a lot of catching up to do on just how they're feeling if that makes any sense bed rest ridiculous amounts of water and there is a chance that like nausea and stuff might be a problem unfortunately unless you have the ways that you've been using on Airheart to basically mitigate stuff and i think you've blown through most of them on the crew like for the obvious reasons we've talked about it's going to be an element of like bed rest and try not to freak out obviously this is like withdrawal as a whole is the result of a physical and a psychological dependency yeah is not having to do with the psychological element 
but is having to deal with the physical one. And assumedly Earhart is having to still deal with the psychological element, but not the physical one. So I don't know how she's doing. Yeah, Earhart, you did see Earhart basically gave her, try and keep everyone's morale up and then went to her cabin. All right, well, I'll check. That's the, that's the last that you've seen Earhart. You're okay. bang on with Sasra. Sasra clearly doesn't really have the language to explain what's going on, but it gets very easily apparent that Sasra has no desire to drink or anything. Sasra just has no idea what's going on whatsoever yeah. and assumes that they're, like... You get the impression they're a little bit embarrassed that they seem to be struggling with stuff so much more than everyone else. Fine. So here's a question is if we give Sasra some grog, because that will help to deal with the, you know, the actual chemical, physical dependencies without theoretically negatively impacting Sasra's psychology because they don't have Hmm. the psychological dependency, I guess there's a risk that Sasra could develop a psychological dependency because having grog makes them feel better and you know that's how addiction i can tell you now as a, as a short-term patch job where it'll help mitigate some symptoms you don't think sasra is suddenly about to start generating these connections in a way that's going to be a problem however yeah doing this as a solution for the next five weeks is not going to be a good call yeah okay great that we can actually talk to each other um i'll get amid or sell if there's a problem so Earhart was addicted to alcohol right did you get that Sasra's uh she drank Alka. drank too much. Um Oh, Sasra does a sort of drinking motion. Yeah, that. You literally see the light bulb go on behind Sasra's eyes. <laughs> yeah, so you're dealing with that in that body. Oh. So for you, go lie down and sleep it off like for the rest of until we can deal with this, all right? You're relieved of duty until that time. I know try and keep yourself busy in an off-duty way but don't put in much effort you don't need to do any hard tasks sleep and then a thumbs up yeah sleep read lie down play games but but like relaxing ones not not physical ones Sasura starts to walk off alright not in a not in a like rude yeah, way yeah, just yeah. in a like okay and then just leaves great but bye um <laughs> Right, Earhart, right. I'm going to go check on Earhart. Do you knock, then enter, or just enter? I mean, it, it's the um, it's the knock and then just open the door and not wait for a response. Okay, cool, yeah, that's fine. You open and you just see Earhart sat on the bed, which is slightly oversized. Bear in mind, the captain's cabin is designed for gnomish sizes, but the cobbles are slightly smaller. Sure. She is just sat staring at her hands. Hands in her lap, just staring at her hands. Captain... Ah, uh, Mr. Smith. How you doing? Yeah. This is... How's everyone else doing? Varying degrees of fine to not fine, but no one's in danger, so... You know, it's... It's 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 okay, broadly, I suppose. Carter broken anything yet? Well, nothing's blown up. Keep an eye on him. Well, yeah, will do, if I can see him. Earhart has not looked up yet. Earhart is just flexing her hands and then rotating them over and flexing them again. Okay. Do I need some sort of, oh, this is what's happening check? Because I've just realised, oh, this is what's happening. No, I don't think so. <laughs> like, you get to decide whether Zolf has made that realisation, but I don't think this requires dice rolling. It'd be kind of arbitrary, if I'm honest. 
Yeah. I can give you an insight check for extra stuff that might not have occurred to you if you want. Uh, there is no insight in this system. Ah! Oh, <laughs> too many different games. It'd be sense motive, wouldn't it? Oh, yes, it would be. I'll take I'd allow you to motive. do a sense motive. Yeah, sure. All right. It's about more than detecting lies, people. So that's mm -hmm. a 19. 19. The thing that you think you've realised, you've realised. Yeah. I'll tell you that now. Additionally, your sense motive is such, there's two ways this could go with Earhart. Mm-hmm. One of them's real bad, and the other one is less bad, and there is, at this stage, flip of a coin territory a little bit. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, under Zol's breath, like, oh, maybe I should get out of here. But at this moment, I will walk over to um, Earhart and um, slip my hands into hers because she's just focusing on her hands, as it were. Be like, hey, it's going to be all right, all right? Uh, she's trembling imperceptibly. She then starts to grip your hand slowly. She doesn't appear to have noticed that she's doing so. Yeah. It is far too tight. Yeah, I know. She's got and talons. And there are talons. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I will not say anything. There's, there's no aggression there, but she is just sinking them into your hand without uh, realising she's doing so. So I've got loads of hit points. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's true. Yeah, I've got loads of hit points. Sometimes people just want to hear the classics. She couldn't one-shot me with a shotgun. She's not going to one-shot me with her hands. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she, she, she just sits there for a while, uh, very quietly. It doesn't look any different, Mr. Smith. What doesn't? Everything. Uh, are we speaking metaphorically? Because your hands are very... Yeah, no, what? Everything else. Right. Yeah, what did you expect? <sighs> she catches herself realising that she's grabbing you and then releases the hand, uh, stands unsteadily and then just sort of sits back down because she has nowhere to go and nothing to do. Yeah. No, wh wh what do you mean? Talk it Talk it through. I, I don't know. I, 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 I thought it would f feel more different. I'm going to kneel down so that I can look her in the eye. Go, did you think you were going to start worshipping dragons? No, I... Give me another sense motive. Yep. Because it's for a completely separate line of inquiry. 25. Earhart is clearly really embarrassed because you clearly hit the nail on the head. Like, <laughs> I'm, ext I'm extremely busy and, and I have a crew who need, who need healing and you're a healer, so go, go do the heal. She oh. opens a drawer, gets some paper, puts it down, and then starts organising blank pieces of, like, clearly blank pieces of paper. <laughs> oh. Permission to speak freely, Captain? When do you ever not, Mr. Smith? <laughs> oh, I thought it was polite to ask. Use this, right? Don't ignore this. And don't run away from this. This is important, all right? So, that's it. Why, why, why did I have to add a ship's counsellor to the crew? <laughs> I'm your first mate. That's what I do. Maybe that's just a damning indictment of the people that I associate with more than a testament to your skill, Mr. Smith. Either way, what's important is you take this and you run with it and you keep moving forward. Go, I don't know, stop another mutiny, I don't know. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go check for Carter. Oh, God, yeah, <laughs> please do. See you later, Captain. Uh, and I'll leave. You hear the sounds of paper immediately being stopped shuffling the second that you're out the door. Mm -hmm. The distinct sounds of someone not being busy resound echoingly <laughs> through the door. 
I should just get wild and make him have a fist fight or something. That'll uh, back her up. <laughs> and so I am going to jump to you, Helen, as the last person on our little whistle stop tour of people dealing with things. You've managed to get off lightly so far. I have. I've just been listening to everyone else be emotional. <laughs> I'm going to make everything worse and go and look for Hamid. Okay. Hamid, after your conversation with Scrark, where would you have ended up? Probably back on duty doing some general ship things. So I wanted to look for Sassara. <laughs> Navigation things? Doing I love ship, ship stuff. Yeah. I love ships. Like everyone's, everyone's busy doing ship things. You know, <laughs> ropes, sails, mm. dolphins. Canvas. I'm already running out. So, Knots. <laughs> well, so the thing is, is that, you know, we still need, need to do basic maintenance to make sure the ship is continuing to fly. Love to not drop out of the sky. Love well, absolutely. <laughs> Hamid did want to look for Sassara, but he saw Zolf go off with Sassara briefly, and then he saw Zolf go and speak to Earhart, so he's going to let that happen and then talk to Zolf and Sassara later. And so while he's doing that, he will just, yeah, I mean, basically, ropes constantly need tightening on ships. Things need, you know, you need to tri- trim the sails. Like, that's, you know, that is an expression because everything is constantly changing and everything needs constant maintenance and it's just small adjustments to keep everything running efficiently although i do want to clarify just for people's mental image i don't think this ship has sails because it has jet engines or am i mistaken it does not have sails okay yeah that is you're gonna accurate, trim but... the exploding elementals i think I, I think i broke helen's mental image of the ship that's yeah, the thing because i just now yeah. like, so there's just there's just a single pole with a crow's nest on the top and nothing <laughs> well yeah what about lightning strikes Mm. I I thought I we did have sails, sails to assist with steering because yeah. the jet engines mostly go forward. I thought didn't didn't we have like ventral fins? Oh, we rather have wings, than don't we? You yeah. have fins and so on, but you don't have sails. Yeah. You don't need the forward yeah. motion. As well, it's that... just been at the top of this really spindly pole, just like. <laughs> well, that that kind of makes sense though, because yeah. we'd need we'd need like a Faraday cage around the opening canopy. Like instead mm. of sails, we'd need something because we're going to get struck by lightning all the damn time. So yeah. we definitely need that sort of I mean if you're in midair it's not a big deal though because you don't get struck by lightning the lightning just kind of goes you ever been struck by magical lightning Brent big deal planes do right planes get struck by lightning all the time it's just it it reroutes it around the plane It, it goes through the plane yeah so they so become, they become charged, away from the physics of a fictional world. problems on the plane. Yeah, yeah. But the only issue Look, is we're made of wood, made this so uh, it is yeah. fine. It, yeah. <laughs> if anything, Faraday is Faraday uncaged. There's, there's probably a lightning rod on the crow's nest. Real yes. this okay. story. Sorry, sorry Alex. This is really interesting. Real this story. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Okay. Probably then. Okay. Hamid, Hamid will have used his waiting for Zolf to finish with other people time to just update his estimates of the ship's position according to the charts they have. Interesting. Actually, let's get a roll for that. You all now have various profession sailor yeah. checks. Yeah. Can you please give me profession navigation check? 18 total. You're definitely still en route and you're, you've not gone wildly off. Um, you can't be certain, but you cannot shake the suspicion that you made astonishingly good time through the Borealis. Cool. As in faster than you should have made through the Borealis. Make of that what you will. Interesting. Okay, cool. Uh, as you probably find him, yeah, doing that, sitting over charts and making calculations. Okay. Hamid! Oh, Azu, hello. Hi. How... Uh, how are you doing up there? Um, it's all very uh, strange, isn't it? Um, yeah. I want... I don't... Uh, mm. I don't like being small again. Oh, Azu, I, I, I'm sure we'll find a way to fix this. Um, 
but being small isn't all bad. I'm, I mean, I'm finding it quite disconcerting to be much larger, I have to confess. Although obviously your body is very uh, nice and very, I mean, impressive. <laughs> what a chat-up line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, it is, isn't it? You're... I mean, I knew you were strong, but it's it's different to to be able to do those things yourself. I mean, I had no idea. Well, you know, it's what. (laughs) Did I just hear Hamid say your tote swole? I just love the idea of Hamid being like just flexing and checking out his own (laughs) bicep. I'm the gun show. It was me. I was the gun show. These guns. No, look at them! These guns! <laughs> no, it's, it's more like, he, he, you know, he sees a barrel, you know, that, that some of the, the charts are on, it's, and it's the size that Hamid is normally, and he can just pick it up. <laughs> oh, gosh! <gasps> At some point, Hamid's clearly going to be like, oh, can I get some help with... Oh, oh, right, yeah, no, I can just... You know that kind of thing where you pick up a mug and you think it's going to be full, but instead it is empty, or worse, it is half full. Mm-hmm. So you pick it up far too fast and then you pour hot tea all over yourself uh, because you misunderestimated uh, whatever that was. Uh, I'm assuming that Hammond is doing that. Like, the barrel is there. He's like, oh, I'll just move that to the side and it goes boom, across the desk. I had to rearrange this, this space just now before I began my calculations and... I mean, it's just, I can just, ooh, look, it just, do you know, I'd normally have to ask you for help, and now... You can do it yourself. Well, you are still helping me, but in a different way, I suppose. Yeah. Can you, Azu holds out her little kobold arms to be picked up, and she wants to sit on your shoulders. Oh, oh, of course, yes, please. Thank you. This this feels better. I, I, I know it's... It's difficult, Azu. The we're gonna, we're gonna get to make sense. through this, and we're gonna find a way to fi- fix it. I, I know that. I'm really sorry. I've just realised that Azu is now doing what Grizzop used to do to Azu. Oh! Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I just thought I needed to bring that up. Oh, Benjamin! <laughs> <laughs> that is genuinely all that I wanted to do. I wanted Azu to get put on. Uh, yeah, shoulders. on her own. She wants to be tall again. Yeah, <laughs> and she is. And on that, I am. I am going to end the episode yeah. there oh. with uh, the two. The two of you, both now, you know, tall, strapping bucks, looking out more or less at the same eye level, out towards the distant vista. And you two are probably the first to notice out of everyone that you appear to be reaching the end of the massive array of. Uh, like mountains and so on, and entering the next phase of your journey. Mm. Mm. Exciting. But I think I'll end up there. Cool. Cool. How are we doing? I, I just want to note for the record that obviously while picking up Azu in Mirk's body to place uh, her on uh, his shoulder, Hamid obviously had a little cuddle on the way. Oh, and yes. Then, and then. I, mean, I, just, I just think it's important to note the hugs for the hug tally. Yeah. <laughs> was it the kind of hug where like almost like with a cat that you, you yeah. do a hug and then and then as you like clambers yeah that, in my head yes Aww. hugs for the hug god <laughs> well i let yeah let's leave on that hugs for the hug god bye, bye.
Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by Rusty Quill and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 international license. Today's episode was directed by Alexander J. Newell and produced by Hannah Preisinger. To subscribe, buy merchandise, or join our Patreon, visit RustyQuill.com. Rate and review us online, tweet us at the Rusty Quill, visit us on Facebook, or email us via mail at RustyQuill.com. Join our community on the Discord or via Reddit at r slash RustyQuill. Thanks for listening. check bodies for a second welcome to my life i made i did this to myself i don't know why i'm moaning hi everyone alex here i'd just like to take a moment to thank some of our patrons maham farhan snurfle jordan j will holmesroys kashi for reasons unknown mila muddy hippie ori roca alison m diana Raphael cameron haunted moon orion tim grace lang avi kritz pipe zealot Will, wouldn't it be nice, Casey, Kai, Pepper, Matt Stogner, Alst, Inside Aces Head, Alexander Jiggles Newall, Mo Dooley, Juliet, Pastiche Candioli, Craig Dorman, Victoria Taylor, Badger Hat, Lewis Mack, Lydia Obershane, Red McKinley, Lindsay Bradford, Just Simple Gabby, Victory Storms, Urban Foraging, Morgan Gillespie, Shelby, Ashley Duart, Diana Lopera, Chris Sanders, Jess, Hip Hop 101, Jay Schreiber, Dismas Novoa, Cold K, Seb. Thank you all. We really appreciate your support. If you'd like to join them, go to www.patreon.com forward slash Rusty Quill and take a look at our rewards. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hello, everyone. Helen here. Today, I'm here to tell you about Celine, a podcast recently launched on the RQ Network. Step into Celine, a city cloaked in darkness and teeming with horrors. From evil headmistresses to murderous marionettes, black worm parasites, haunted hotels, and eerie sleepwalkers, meet the paranormal investigators of Needle Street, newly arrived to battle the encroaching malevolence. Inspired by Poe, Edward Gorey, and Agatha Christie, their adventures promise twisted mysteries and unforgettable characters. Immersive audio brings the city to life, blending dark humour with bone-chilling suspense. Join the investigators as they navigate Celine's shadows, where mystery and intrigue await at every turn. And now, you can experience the thrill of Celine in Dolby Atmos. So, search Celine wherever you get your podcasts. That's S-E-L-E-N-E. Or visit www.rustyquill.com for more information.